And this is something I hear all the time. You know, we just can't find people. We can't get people to stick around. You just got to pay attention to what you're telling these people and with the kind of environment, culture, and vision you have for your company, because people don't want to be a part of something that's stagnant, not going anywhere. This is the playbook. It is Jefferson Starship time. We got Jefferson Rogers, CEO, podcast host, business coach, and speaker. Welcome to the playbook, Jefferson. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me, brother. Well, you know, having you on is so important because I've been talking a lot about the extra mile. And, you know, it's deceptive, the extra mile, because most people go the extra mile every once in a while. And then they justify why they're not where they want to be saying, yeah, but I went the extra mile, but nobody calls them out on the truth, which is, yeah, you went the extra mile, but every once in a while, and what you teach, what you inspire people to do, and what you speak about is something I speak about, but in different vernacular, I talk about going the extra mile every day, going the extra mile to create the empty mile, where believe it or not, there's less resistance, less friction, and far less competitive when you go the extra mile all the time, but you utilize a different term called all in. And I believe if you're all in, you're going the extra mile every day. How important is it to be consistent and persistent in doing your best learning lessons and having fun to be all in? Yeah, for me, it's been, it's been really important. I've progressed a lot over the past four years. And previous to that four years, I was all in in some other areas that weren't all that productive and more destructive than anything. I just kind of switched it up and got focused on becoming a, a better father and a husband and started a business. And I've been going hard for four years, just completely all in to improve every one of these areas of my life and, and to be an example for all the people around me. Why do you think it's so difficult uh, to go all in on positive behavior comparatively to people like you and I who have experienced going all in on negative behavior? Man, I think it takes the same amount of effort. That's what's interesting is it's, it takes the same amount of effort. But it's almost like for all those years that I had all those destructive behaviors and I had all these habits that were leading me down the wrong path, it was almost like the pressure of doing the positive kept me going down that path and kept me medicating and kept me suppressing the responsibility of being the oldest brother and living up to my potential. And I think that's what a lot of people do. It's just so daunting to look at the other side of it and the work that's going to have to go in. And what maybe is not familiar, I came up in a, a blue collar family and, and a lot of the things that I do today and I talk about today were never on the radar. And so I knew it was going to take some work and it was a, it was just a huge commitment to shift my focus towards positivity and productivity. And, and it's been a game changer. And your focus shifting, you know, to positivity and productivity also is a shift in a perspective that I see. You're someone who it seems as if, you know, you're always looking for what's coming, but not really aware of what you were be becoming. And now it seems to me, you're more concerned about what you're becoming and you're allowing what comes from what you become. How has that uh, perception that I'm articulating applied to your life or has it at all? Oh man, has it ever. 
it uh, early on when I was first making some of those changes and I got sober for the first time and I was reading books and, you know, I imagine there's a lot of entrepreneurs that deal with this same type of thing where we want it to happen so fast. And there's, it feels like we're doing all the right things, but the money's not coming. The progress isn't coming. You know, I'm not any better at talking to people and I keep screwing things up. But then after a period of time of staying consistent and just continually working on myself and doing the little things every day, they compound. And now I look back over the past four years and as much as it doesn't seem like things were happening very fast, holy smokes, have I accomplished a lot in four years. Yeah. And why is it that the relativity of time changes too, as we put attention and intention on the things that matter, on the things that are important to us? Meaning, you know, I see a lot of people utilizing time effectively with their day, the realistic utilization of the linear time frame of 24 hours, 1440 minutes, but they put the wrong meaning on the relativity of yesterday and even more importantly, the relativity of tomorrow. And as we're utilizing that linear time of four years or five years with you built extraordinary businesses, elevate others to elevate others and empowered others to empower others, you've been able to what I call bend time by changing your perspective or relativity of the future based off of a different meaning that you're giving to your past but also with very disciplined strategic utilization of the present. How is the reconciliation between the realistic timeframes of today applied to the relativity of the meaning of the past and how you're applying it to the relativity of the future? Yeah, you know what? It was, uh, I've got a lot of trauma and shame kind of built in around the, the past. So I've, I've, I've hung on to some of that. And I think it's, it's almost acted as a fuel for me to make up for the, that lost time. Because I always knew that I had these incredible things I was capable of. And I had incredible upbringing and parents that told me I could do amazing things. And I was born the, the first of four boys for a reason, because I'm a natural born leader. And, and once I, I kind of had that change of perspective on, on the progress that I can make in a very short period of time, if I'm just consistent and implementing schedules and implementing coaches and mentors and, and learning from other people's mistakes, you really can just condense time. And people don't realize the, the power of some of these just really simple success principles done on a consistent basis for a long period of time and continually exposing yourself to other ways of thinking and different perspectives and, and coaches and mentors that have all been down these paths that there's some version of what you want and the time has been compressed it's been my progress has been accelerated because i've gotten so efficient and you know i got a long ways to go but man there's i was up until two o'clock last night i just i could not go to sleep i was so excited and i've got so many things going on and some of it is anxiety because i have put so many problems on my plate but you know, I'm, I'm using up every moment of the day and I imagine I won't do this for very long, but, you know, getting two, three hours of sleep and then working my ass off is, is just become a part of my normal day to day over the past four years. And that's another part of it is I'm I'm getting another four to five hours worth of productivity out of my day that most people just don't get. Yeah, I love beating people with time, productivity, accessibility and gratitude. And one of the other interesting things and people always say, you know, 
oh, you got to love what you do. What I look at when I see your accomplishments, especially in the window replacement business, uh, is that you are someone like me, that you can find the light, the love, and the lessons in what you're doing. You can enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential, even though it may not seem as if, uh, you know, you're running, you know, the most notable sports agency in the world. I, I joke around people that at the time in my life when I was selling legal research online, you know, and my wife said this to me, you're just lucky. You've always loved what you do. I said, come on, who's going to love selling legal research on the internet in 1992, wheeling an XT computer around to lawyers to convince yeah. them that the internet's not a fad, that you don't have to use the books to do research. You can use, you know, monochrome screens with 9,600 dialed up modems and, you know, DOS to do yeah. what you've been trained to do for 30 or 40 years. How can you think that, you know, that's what I would love to do? I, yes. You know, the irony of my life is I ran the most notable sports agency. They made the movie Jerry Maguire about Lee Steinberg and the firm. I can't tell you a more miserable job, right? It, it was not, I'd much rather be selling replacement windows uh, than working in that situation that I was in because my mindset was not one in which I was going to enjoy it, to find the light, the love and the lessons, to find what was feeding me. I was always spending my time on what was bleeding me. It seems to me when you're successful in the window replacement business, that you definitely have understood the distinction of what's feeding you and what's bleeding you. And you are capable of enjoying the three hours of sleep and the activity you get paid for, even though it may not be so romantic of a business to say, you know, I have the world's most successful replacement window business. Shoot, it is, uh, it didn't start out, you know, I imagine in the beginning for you, it didn't start out where it was all that enjoyable. But, you know, one of the keys for me reaching this level of success has been just that. It's, you know, finding something inside of this vehicle that I, I saw some opportunity in that I could just absolutely love and get excited about. And there's, there's many aspects of the business that I don't get excited about. And I've, and I've got some great people to help supplement those areas of my business. But the, the training, developing people, coaching, mentoring, recruiting, doing interviews and casting vision and talking about what's going to separate us and how we're different and how we're going to grow to this monstrosity of a replacement window business. Those were the things that I found little by little that I could enjoy and love and show up for the next day with all the enthusiasm and excitement in the world about. And, you know, some people just have a hard time really focusing on what they can love because they're so focused on, the dreariness and the monotony and the, you know, the, the work that's involved. And to me, it's, you know, I've, I've found something that I absolutely love and it's, it's almost like it's not even work anymore. I love that. And moreover too, the way that we go about things, I'm from a more traditional sales space. You know, I have coached people for years and years and years from in-person on the phone, email, and now, you know, from traditional media to social media and one of the conversions that you were uh, taking and transformations in your business, which I've helped, you know, some billion dollar solar businesses as well, is door to door sales now converting over to online or strictly online sales. And, you know, it takes a major shift in, in a perspective to shift from doing door to door sales to strictly online. 
What were some of the lessons and benefits that you've gotten from that strictly online approach that you're taking today? Man, we had to, uh, we still do quite a bit of the door to door, but that, that shift was, it was a huge challenge for us because it was so unfamiliar. That's all I'd ever been focused on. I wanted to be just laser focused on becoming a world-class training organization and becoming the best at what we do at the doors and building rapport and building trust and being able to get inside of there and offer something that, you know, without that right approach, you don't give yourself a chance. So now when you apply that to digital sales and marketing and Facebook and Google ads, you, you got to try and find something to pull from your previous experience and adjust and adapt and evolve into, you know, for me, I had zero experience. And now our, our digital sales is just picking up like crazy and we're seeing where the opportunity is and we're partnering up with great companies that are helping us with the content. And our plan is to, within the next year, be offsetting or catching up to the amount of volume that we're doing in door-to-door with our digital sales. And it's been a challenge, but man, is it worth it? The, the amount of overhead and the amount of headaches that you save by switching to digital from having to deal with you know, training, developing door knockers, which is a really challenging industry, man, it's been a game changer for us. I love that. And, um, you know, I always say that today's objectives should be realistic. And if you looked at our calendars today, nobody would see anything except for productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. They'd see efficient, effective, and statistical behavior, but it wouldn't be anything that people would laugh at us, scoff at us, or make fun of us. They'd say, yeah, you can do that interview. You can do, you know, this coaching, you can do this sale. Uh, but we both have unrealistic long-term objectives and they're much bigger than we are they're ones in which people would laugh at us scoff at us and make fun of us and they will someday applaud both of us what's your long-term unrealistic hair on the arm standing up objective of everything that you're doing today i just thinking about it my hair was standing up on my arms yep man i get excited about the the mission and the the vision and the, the goals that I write down every day because they they're scary and they're they are they're crazy and people are you know at the the point we're at right now we'll, we'll produce somewhere between 15 and 20 million in sales and our goal is within the next eight to ten years to be producing 200 million dollars in revenue and be setting up for an exit of some kind and it's uh you know, when I tell that to new people coming in that just came from working at the Jiffy Lube, they, man, they get excited about just being part of something. And that's, that's one of the things that helps separate us is people want to be a part of something. And if, if you have a business and there's not a whole lot going on, but you're trying to attract good people in your business, and, and this is something I hear all the time, is we, you know, we just can't find people. We can't get people to stick around. You just got to pay attention to what you're telling these people and what the kind of environment, culture, and vision you have for your company. Because people don't want to be a part of something that's stagnant, not going anywhere. They want to be a part of something where they have an opportunity to grow with you. And you've taken that beyond just the borders of your business. You've taken it to your community. I know in September on the 21st and 22nd, you're having an all-in live event uh, to show the strategies, discipline, and awareness that and transformation that you've experienced to share it with others, to empower others, to elevate others. Um, and 
that's going to play take place in Salt Lake City in Utah. What is your vision for the All In Live event in September twenty first and twenty second? Yes, sir. We are we're doing this home services scaling summit, and the the parent company is All In Go All In Events And man, we're excited. the uh, The home services industry right now is is booming. And I get people reaching out to me on a daily basis that are struggling with a lot of these challenges with growing their business and leadership, communication, attracting people, systems, processes, and sales. And we're putting together a heck of a lineup to bring in as much value as possible to speak to these people for two days and, and tell them all the things that I've used and all the things that, that my team has used to build their businesses to seven and eight figures so they can go home and there's no way they can be able to apply all of them, but just one or two nuggets, one or two takeaways from this event are going to absolutely change people's lives and change people's businesses. And we've been working our asses off to get this thing decked out and to bring as much value as possible. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for September to come. I am too. And I always say the fastest way to get to where you want to be is ask someone that's already there for directions. And it's definitely a starship you want to jump on. It's a Jefferson Rogers Starfish, Starfish, yeah, Starship. It's a Jefferson <laughs> Rogers Starship. He is the CEO, the podcast host of All In. He's a business coach and speaker. And he's putting on an incredible All In event. If you want to go All In, if you want to live the empty mile by going the extra mile every day by enjoying the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential, you got to join us, please, on September 21st and 22nd, the All In live event. Check out Jefferson Rogers. He's full of wisdom and nuggets to get you there.